welcome back to the podcast. I'm Britt Polajak, and I'm here with my colleague, Jason Smith. And we wanted to talk to you about the upcoming Young Clergy Conference. It's coming up so fast. It's I know. March 4th, 5th, and 6th, mm-hmm. just in less than a month. Less than a month away, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know where the time has gone. So we need <laughs> you to begin planning and praying and buying plane tickets That's and right. getting your friends lined up to be able to come. That's right. That's right. So why, why should people come to Young Clergy Conference? Okay, so I'm going to start with a story from last year. Okay. Okay, my friend and friend of the network, Danny Quanstrom, told me, oh, after it was over, he said, Jason, I wouldn't have even cared what the topics were, who the speakers were. Right. I just loved being together with these friends who, in some I hadn't seen in forever, some I met for the very first time, and I feel mm-hmm. like in real life, IRL was what was thrown around so much at the conference. Yeah. I had a chance to really get together and spend significant, meaningful time in conversation and prayer for encouragement and in educational ways with my colleagues, with my friends at a Young Clergycon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many people that I met for the first time that I only knew through Facebook. Yeah. Um, or I just met for the first time in general. It's really awesome to kind of network with everyone who came and really feel like a family by the end. I oh. think that was so cool. If I look back on my life, exactly a year ago, mm. one month out from Young ClergyCon versus my life right now. <laughs> I am the ultimate extrovert. Right. I love friends. I love networking. And so for me, it was so meaningful. But even like a friend of mine who's close, who's a super introvert, was mm. like, I loved it. Mm. I spent significant time and significant conversation with the few people in my own way, how I conference. Yeah. That was really, really meaningful for me. Yeah. So we'll kind of give you a run on the schedule. Yeah. What's the overall theme? What's the big theme for us? The big theme this year is hospitality to the other. Um, And so one of the things that we're trying to accomplish is have conversations about what it means to welcome the LGBT community, um, single people, and especially single pastors, and also um, diversity of of race and ethnicity, and um, especially within the clergy community. And so just trying to figure out what it means to create safe spaces, um, be hospitable, be the church. Um, so the Sunday night panel discussion is put on by the two windows project and they've brought in some really great speakers. So Dan Boone, Dr. Dan Boone coming from Trevecca and ENC and then author Justin Lee, who wrote torn rescuing the gospel from the gays versus Christians debate, which is a really great book. Highly recommend. Um, and then our friend Justine Underwood-Jones from Kansas City, and also a couple of um, local doctors, um, psychiatrists, and psychologists who specialize in different ways with the LGBT community. And I have had a chance to um, interact with them already, and it's just going to be a really incredible panel. When we say expert panel discussion, this one is really an expert panel discussion, and I'm excited about the possibilities, um, just talking about hospitality and um, sexual ethics and exploring all these issues that we don't often get a safe space to talk about. I think it's going to be really good. So that's kicks everything off yep. that Sunday night. That's open to the public. It's a larger forum. Mm-hmm. It's for people from OKC First Church, but also the OKC community. Right. And then after that, we're going to get together and get to know one another. Mm-hmm. So, right. So Monday, um, we've got a big chunk of time to pray for one another. One of the things that our team does here on the ground is create tables where you get to know brand new people at your table. And you might have a, a couple people that you know. We try to create a diversity at every table. So um, both genders, um, some 
ethnic diversity and um, especially location diversity and some age diversity. So you'll have younger millennials, you'll have some mentors at your table and just trying to create um, a table environment that is really conducive to like lively, vibrant conversation. So that's, that's pretty exciting. And then we'll have the chance to hear individually kind of TED Talk style from Dan and Justin and Justine and Andy McGee from Love Wins LGBT out in Kansas City. And that's going to be really cool. And then we have a kind of panel Q&A um, at the end of the afternoon. And a big chunk of free time in the evening. So you can go explore Oklahoma City a little bit, eat dinner together, and then meet us downtown at 9 p.m., for kind of our rooftop desserts night, which is super fun. This year we are indoors, <laughs> you know. Yes. I don't know if you recall, but last year was really cold. Um, and we, we are planning hot beverages for this year rather than iced coffee, which was not maybe the brightest idea on my part last year. <laughs> we're getting better. We're, we're, yeah, we're, you know, this year is like, um, we're done with beta testing. This is Young Clergy Con 2.0. I think you're really gonna like it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but we still hope there's that sense of family reunion. To yeah, it, for oh, sure. For sure. One of the things we were so grateful about last year was just the collaborative effort where mm. people were coming up to us. How can I volunteer? What can I do? What needs to be cleaned up? And yeah. we still hope for that because I think that young clergy want to do things together rather yes. than just to go to something that's put on for them. Yes. And yes. so we're looking forward to that collaborative effort. Oh man. And it's so just encouraging to see everybody stepping up and really really the the sense of ownership like yeah. this is our conference we're doing this together right. one of my personal goals for this year is to get as close to zero waste as possible so we have um, a local composting company that's coming out to compost all of our compostables and we've worked with all of our vendors to um, reduce our packaging and um, waste as much as possible which is really cool so it's just one of those things that we are kind of in this together yeah and it's really the kind of conference if you're a millennial and you could design your own conference like hopefully it looks a little bit like young clergy con because yeah. that's what we're going for yeah. is this thing that looks like us for us by us kind of thing so that was monday schedule yeah tell us about tuesday what's going to go on, on tuesday because it doesn't it just doesn't stop on monday night and it goes all the way until the end of tuesday night yeah tuesday night so tuesday is going to be super great um, we have a panel on singleness and how we welcome single people and especially single clergy. Um, Liliana Reza is giving our TED talk for that and then we'll have a panel discussion and we've got another brainstorming session, another meal that's provided um, so we can be together and then we have a panel on race and ethnicity and talking about what it means to welcome people of other races and cultures and especially clergy. How do we develop young clergy, the future of young clergy and um, what does it mean to be hospitable to one another in those ways? Um, so I kind of wanted to mention the preachers because yeah. I'm really excited about the preachers that we've scheduled for this year. So Monday at our worship ses session, we'll hear from Alicia McClintock, who um, is now a lead pastor out there in Northern California. She's super awesome. Can't wait to hear from her. And Christine Hung, who's now the... Um, Director of Pastoral development, I believe. Yeah, yeah, for Northern California District. So super cool. She's amazing. And then Tuesday evening for our like closing communion service, we're going to be able to hear from Stuart Williams. He's coming all the way from Canada just to be with us. And um, he's incredible. So I hope everyone can stick around and hear from him. And then do your own thing. You know, we're millennials. We can stay out late. Like <laughs> after the conference is over, um, you know, do whatever you want. We Our local accommodation passes this year include um, 
lodging for Tuesday night. So right. you can stay Tuesday, hang out after the conference is over, um, leave Wednesday morning, and just make it a, a whole two days, which I think is super cool. I hope everybody has the opportunity to do that. That's awesome. So we've got two full days. Yep. Monday and Tuesday, mm -hmm. we've got two significant spaces of just free time. Mm -hmm. We've got two meals provided. Mm -hmm. We've got two meals on your own. Yep. And we've got the big party night on Monday night. But yep. then we hope to hear about all sorts of things that happen post-con yes. on Tuesday night. Design your own after party. That's right. I think that's what we, what we should call it. But yeah, one of the things that we do is intentionally create a positive environment and atmosphere of encouragement and gratitude. And one of the ways that we did that last year was by giving out an advocate award. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was one of the most significant moments, for, I think, for all of us. Mm. But you and I both knew going into it that we wanted to present yeah. this advocacy award for our good friend yeah. and someone that we see as an exemplar of yeah. the faith and kingdom life in mm. Jaron Rao. Mm. And um, so many people had told us that he was the one who yeah. really listened to them, who encouraged them, who empowered them. And so we created this advocacy award for young mm -hmm, clergy. Mm -hmm. And um, having the opportunity to present that award to him was such a meaningful moment for, I think, not just me, but for all of us. Oh, man, yeah. And so uh, you and I both have the audio of that. Yes. And so I, every once in a while, just go back and listen to that just so to be encouraged awesome. myself. Mm. Because when Jaron was surprised by the award and came up, he just blessed us. Yeah. Um, and his blessing was something that carried me throughout the conference mm. and then still to this day. Oh, man, it was amazing. And if you were um, a part of the conference last year, you know that we kind of just chose Dr. Rao because of what we had heard from other clergy about him. But this year, if you bought an early bird ticket, you've actually participated in nominating and voting for this the winner of this year's Advocate Award. So we have that name. We're super pumped. Yeah. Um, and we can't wait to share that with you. I think it's going to be an incredible experience. We, we just wanted to bless someone who has spent their life listening to, collaborating with, and empowering young clergy. And I think um, it's going to be a really amazing opportunity. I can't wait. Again this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. So one of the things that we wanted to tell you um, that we've been working on as a team here yeah. at Young Clergy Network is this idea of what we wanted Young Clergy Con to accomplish. So we we actually created Young Clergy Con because um, I had gone to a conference three years ago and met a lot of young pastors there, but realized that the conference was created without really young pastors in mind. Um, and so I came away from that experience saying, oh, Jason, like we need to make our local gatherings big we need to make it national and have a conference and it's a conference if we say it's a conference <laughs> so so we set out to to do young clergy con and uh, uh you know there was some hesitation there because there are some really amazing conferences in the church of the nazarene for sure if you're a wesleyan um, clergy there are all sorts of opportunities to be a part of conferences and gatherings and we didn't want to pile on to that but we did want to create space for young pastors to come together and since we've started this project meetups have started happening at all sorts of conferences for sure and the creators of m19 have talked to us about having um, a young clergy track of workshops every session having at least one option for or by young pastors which i think is really amazing there were meetups at general assembly there are meetups at almost every palcon um this time around and yeah. there are conferences out there that are considering young pastors as they create what they're doing and we're so grateful for people like Ben Kramer and Megan Krebs, who when it co comes up out in Nampa, hey, we're going to have a conference, this Wesley conference about preaching. Yeah. Let's 
have a meetup. Yeah. Um, some of our friends on the East Coast, like mm-hmm. Jeremy Scott and mm-hmm. Tim Brooks, making sure that for the ENC PowerCon, there's going to be a meetup for that. Robbie Kanzler and Matthew Jones hosting yeah. um, one at Olivet for yeah. like a preacher's day. I mean, I just, yeah. we're grateful for the kind of people that have come alongside of us and said, what can we do? And we're like, yes, we want to bless you to do these all over the nation and yeah. all over the world if we can. Oh, for sure. If you're interested in hosting a meetup or um, having a meetup at your regional PalCon, hit us up, you know, send us an email, email the network or reach us on Facebook. We would love to empower you to be a part of, of what's happening. We do very little for those on the ground here. Um, we mostly just encourage and give little pep talks and, you know, um, send you on your way and, and be excited about the work that you're doing. So we really couldn't do this work that we're doing without you guys. And it's been amazing to have all that support. So one of the things that we've kind of decided here on the ground from, from Young Clergy Network's perspective is that um, this project, Young Clergy Conference, is perhaps already fulfilling its goals, and maybe it's not necessary for us to continue forever having Young Clergy Con. So the lifespan of Young Clergy Con is, um, we can kind of see the the light at the end of that tunnel. We're actually really excited for the future. So so there's Young Clergy Con OKC, YCC OKC, um, happening March 4 through 6. And then in the fall, you can join us in Baltimore for YCC East. That's September 28, 29, and 30. It's going to be really amazing. Jason and I, we're going to, we're going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And then next year, we're going to have kind of our closing Young Clergy Con at PazNaz um, in California sometime in 2019. We haven't released those dates yet. Probably in the fall because we don't want to yeah. at all compete with M19. Right. And we're excited to have our participation in that level on those workshops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think... I think when we get to the end of 2019 in the fall, yeah. I think that'll be our big party where we say, wow, well, look what God has done. Mm-hmm. And then just plan and pray what God might have for us in store next. But it'll probably be a season of these conferences. And we think at the end of that one, it will look different in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And and just because we're ending Young Clergy Con, the conference, doesn't mean that um, things aren't happening. In fact, I think more things are going to be happening. And we're hoping to create some more retreats for young clergy, right. more mentoring opportunities for young clergy. In the surveys that we sent out, mentoring was the number one response. So just trying to hear from you guys and um, really give what is needed at the time. And so I'm super pumped about Young Clergy Conference having been so successful and continuing to be so successful. But I'm also really excited about the future yeah. and um, kind of wrapping it up. If, if you've been on the fence about whether or not you want to come to Young Clergy Conference, um, I would really encourage you to go for it and to make it happen because there's only three left and we would really really love Jason and I to see you at one of those and they're all going to be really amazing. So I hope that you can make it to at least one, you know, they are, these are limited edition experiences. <laughs> so you can't, you can't stay on the fence forever. Um, come join us. It, it'll be worth your time. Yeah. So we've got in a month, March 4th, 5th and 6th in Oklahoma city, Yeah. which it'll be as far as what we are doing now with young clergy con, the last Oklahoma city young clergy con. I know. And then we've got YCC East in yeah. Baltimore in September. And then a year from then in fall of 2019, YCC mm, West. And yeah. so two in OKC, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, and then wherever God will take us in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're interested in being a part of more regional events where you are, let us know. Thanks. And come. Yes. Come join us. We're excited to have you. We're less than a month away, and um, it's going to be great. Um, <clears throat> so Ten months ago, we 
decided to start a podcast, Jason and I. And the vision behind the podcast was we kept meeting all these young pastors who were passionate, passionate about ministry, about theology, um, about God, about the church, and kept hearing um, kind of whispers the other direction that were saying, oh, young people don't care. Young people, you know, they don't care about the church, they don't care about this, they don't care about that, they're just not disconnected, they just leave at the drop of the hat, you know, all those things. I can go on and on, but I'm not going to, right? Um, and so we decided we needed to tell these stories. We needed to sit down with you, passionate people, uh, several of whom have already been on the podcast in this, in this room already, and hear your story and know your heart and feel your passion. And it's been a privilege to sit down with dozens and dozens of these young clergy over the last 10 months. And um, we wanted to start a few traditions at Young Clergy Conference. So um, one of the traditions we're going to do tonight, have some desserts on a rooftop downtown, and we'll kind of change up the venue every year probably. Um, but another tradition we want to do is to give an award. We want to give an advocate award. It kind of looks like a table. I picked it out. <laughs> um, we, we want to give an advocate award. And from here on out, you as part of the Young Clergy Network will be nominating and then voting on that person. But we're launching that network today. And so we wanted to give this award. We wanted to start right away, right? And just, and just be, you know, start this tradition today. And there is a name that kept coming up in, guys, I'm not kidding, like well over half the interviews, over and over and over again. People saying, this is my champion. I couldn't do it without him. I would have been a long time ago. I would have been gone without this man. And I don't even know him, y'all. I really don't. <laughs> um, but I could not go um, a whole year of this project without honoring his life of service to young pastors. Um, and so we want to take a moment to give this award, and it just says, Young Clergy Network honors Dr. Jaron Rao for listening to And uh, you all give me hope that we're going to get it right more. So, thank you. 